Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Scott Detoning Leadership Podcast. This is it, episode number one. If you're with me, you're with me from the beginning, and I'd like to thank you for joining me. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of different things throughout the episodes as we get through this. Uh, my goal with this is to help those who are currently leaders, want to be leaders, or just who are being led to help guide in a sense of leadership that I think is lacking, whether it be in sports, which I'm, I'm big into soccer, uh, whether it be at work, school, parenting, because everybody may not think of parents as leaders, but guess what? We are. I have a little girl myself, and uh, we are leaders just the same as we would be at work, where we are the ones in charge of, in our case, a little person. So we're going to talk a little bit of uh, what leadership is, and I'm going to start by introducing myself. Who am I? Why should you follow me when it comes to leadership? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about my beliefs behind leadership. And as we go further, I'm going to bring on some guests who I believe follows the same train of leadership that, that I believe in. So uh, thank you again. Episode number one. Thank you for being with me. Let's get right into it. Who am I? Again, my name is Scott DeConing. It's the title of the podcast, the Scott Decoding Leadership Podcast. And I have been a leader in one way or another since I was about 15 years old. I'm currently 38. And so that would mean 23 years I've been a leader. Now, it started when I was coaching soccer at the age of 15. I was coaching a couple of different teams, including my sister's team, and uh, co-coaching in a couple of different ways, in a couple of different teams. So I started by being a leader at that point. Now, I've also been led, and I'm currently being led in different directions as we go, because I believe we're in multiple scenarios, whether we are a leader, as I said, as a parent, for example, or being led by a leader at work or at school or our parents, maybe, depending on the age of, of who's listening to this. So. Uh, I have been a leader, and I have been led, and I want to talk about both avenues as we go through these episodes. This episode specifically, as I've kind of made reference, uh, reference to this already, is more of an introduction of me and welcoming you to the episodes coming forward. <clears throat> I have led in what I believe now to be incorrectly, so I want to make that flat out. I am not perfect. At leading, I have had to make the mistakes to get to where I am. And believe me, they some of the mistakes were very humbling, and some still are. I'm not 100% perfect in this. So um, know that we're going to talk a little bit about some of the research that I've done to back up some of the stuff that we're going to talk about, but also just some of my experience, what I've, what I've actually dealt with, as somebody being led and also as somebody who has led. So we're going to talk about a couple of variations. I, again, so I started when I was about 15 years old and went up for the next, I don't know, five, 10 years, uh, coaching multiple soccer teams, um, whether it be starting out with community soccer here where I live to now men's soccer and co-ed soccer. I've always kind of run the team for a long time. Uh, when I haven't run, run a team, just 
seemed off, just seemed off. So um, leadership is something that has become very natural to me. And I believe leadership, and I'm going to focus more on the work aspect. Leadership I've seen in a lot of ways is where somebody's put into a certain position, whether it be because of seniority or because they know somebody or somebody is qualified, but they're not necessarily taught how to be a leader, especially in that role. So they may be qualified as a leader, but they're not necessarily qualified in a leader in that role. I've heard so many stories where you have somebody who's like the top salesperson. They know exactly what to do to sell. When the management says, okay, we want to make you a leader of a team, everything goes down downhill because they know how to motivate themselves, but they don't know how to motivate others. And that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about. How can you motivate others to do what it is you need them to do? And I believe I have the formula for that. So if you stick with me, come with me through these episodes. If you're a leader yourself and you want to be uh, a guest on one of my, on one of my episodes, feel free to reach out. I'll put my email in the description, whether you're listening to this on wherever you get your podcasts or you're watching it on my YouTube page. Um, I'll leave the description or the contact details in in the description. You're welcome to reach out to me and uh, we'll see what we can do to get you on an episode, future episode. So uh, from there, I have worked in various roles, also coaching soccer, but I have actually led in various roles. In fact, one company I worked for was a contracting company where we contracted out multiple airlines because I used to work at the airport. And what came with that is needing to know all of the individual uniform guidelines, the baggage guidelines, the um, in one with one airline, I had to know the weight and balance. I had to do the math behind that. Uh, that's been a long time, so I'm not expecting to to get back into that anytime soon. I would say that was 14, 15 years ago. So yeah, that I'm I'd have to do some training on that on my myself. So, um, but it just goes to show that I was in a position where it didn't matter what airline needed to be filled in, I was qualified to supervise that that flight that airline. And there were also times when I, even though I was the supervisor of that specific airline, I had to report to somebody else because there's always a higher up, right? Um, some people, I have just modeled my leadership after. I, I admire their leadership to such a degree that um, they, they have gained my respect in a lot of ways. There are some who I believe could use some improvement. So um, I, I have seen them, seen it both. I have done it both. And I'll be honest, there's been a couple times where I have made mistakes, but I've also learned from those mistakes. And that's what I hope to bring, bring here with you. What I also want to focus on is the difference between a leader and a manager. I know that's a big, big topic. And you may be looking at it going, what's the difference? Aren't they the same thing? Not necessarily. And I listened to the John C. Maxwell podcast. If you don't listen to that, I highly recommend listening to it. I listen to it on Spotify. I believe it's on a couple of different forms. I fully believe 
and agree with pretty much everything John C. Maxwell talks about. I'm going to be bringing up his topics on this podcast. Please, please go check out his podcast. If you haven't uh, bought or downloaded any of his books, I have uh, the last one I bought was leadership game changer when it comes to leadership. Okay. But I, so I will bring up some topics that I hear from that podcast and other areas where I hear podcasts, giving full credit to them. I'm not taking any credit myself. I've learned from that and I hope to word it in a way that it could help you. So uh, the first thing that comes to my mind and one question that I think a lot of leaders need to ask themselves, why are you a leader? What's the purpose? Is And this is where I got it from John C. Maxwell's podcast. Is it internal or external? Because the way he explains it is if it's external, you're into the leadership role for the parking spot, the pay raise, maybe a better desk or office, right? You're not going to get a lot of success in that area. In that, in that area, I consider that to be management. I do not consider that to be leadership. If you are a leader because you are around a team that you can inspire, that you can motivate, that you can grow, not only as a group, but as individuals, you don't need a title to do that. In fact, a lot of people get caught up in the title. And I, because they don't know any different. And I'm not blaming them, but they weren't trained on how to be a proper leader. I've been there. So when I say the difference between a leader and a manager, I think of a manager as, as somebody in it for the external reason. Somebody into it for the parking spot, the pay structure, the or the pay raise, maybe the better office, right? Now, full disclosure, a lot of awesome managers out there lot of awesome managers and as leaders who are into it to improve the team and I've been part of those teams I've also been on the other side where people are into it just for the title and I want to talk about both here so again a little bit about my history why I went this direction is because I went from a supervisor fast forward a bunch of years now I became a trainer now I became a trainer and in that training role, I saw the difference between somebody who had to monitor attendance, for example, which may still be part of the role, but that switched into somebody who was looked more as a coach. And that's a big difference. When you have somebody who's, for a lack of a better term, calling you to the principal's office, as opposed to somebody who's going to go up to you and say, look, I, I think I know what I can do to make this work better, faster, and, and be easier on everybody. Are you interested? And I've had a lot of people go, at first when I was the supervisor, go, all right, he's here to correct me again. Let's do this, right? And that was an eye-opener for me. I'd be like, okay, I have to attack this differently. So I've gone out to it and I said, okay, I think I have a better way to help you. Are you interested? And because I was looked at more now as a coach instead of a, a supervisor or a manager, I had a better response. But yeah, 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 come on in, come on in. Yeah, what can I do? What can I do? We're working on the computer, whatever, whatever. Right? There was a lot better response. 
and I'm also able to help them in that moment. So as we go through the episodes, you're going to hear me talk a lot about the difference between a, a manager and a coach, because I think it's a huge difference just in the mindset, just in the mindset. So that's one avenue. I also have taken up a lot of time in the last, especially five to six, seven years in my personal development. Now, what is personal development? Could be a couple different things. Could be physical, mental, spiritual, emotional development. All these areas are important. And a lot of successful people, whether they're managers or not, Right? I could talk a lot about CEOs that I've heard of, not met, but heard of, where they read 60 books, six zero books a year. That's more, that's one every like five days. Now I have a little one, so my, my time is placed elsewhere for now, and, and I try and fit in reading wherever I can. But even when I'm walking the dogs, I'll listen to an audiobook or a podcast, and I'll try and get in whatever information I can just from them. So um, there's a couple of different ways that we can improve as leaders. We can improve ourselves. We can inspire others to improve themselves. Now, you might be asking yourself, well, how can we inspire somebody to improve themselves? This is one area that I really want to focus on in these podcasts. I think one area that is seriously lacking when it comes to good leadership is feedback. Now, I know when I, people hear feedback, they go, oh, no, I don't want to hear about feedback. Trust me. Feedback is not a bad thing. If done incorrectly, it can be a bad thing. And I've, I've done that myself. You go up and it's like, what are you doing? Why? Why? Right? Somebody comes back and says, oh, he's going to principal's office. I'm in trouble again. Right? There is a such thing as positive, constructive feedback. Calling somebody in to a meeting the same way you would to, say, uh, follow up or reprimand somebody. Do the same thing when you're trying to give them a positive bit of feedback. And if you do that more often, when you do have to give them negative, a negative feedback, they will be more likely to listen to what you have to say and take on your suggestions because, because you have shown them not only are you interested in their success, but you're also interested in their development. You're not just out to reprimand them, punish them, disappoint, right? And, I, and that's where a lot of leaders take it is I have to, have to maintain my authority. I have to maintain my authority. And that's a mindset thing. I have a title, I have a parking spot. So what? So what? Just because you have a title doesn't mean you will have people lead or follow you. You'll have people to lead. You have to get into the mindset. Good leaders get into the mindset of, I am here to support you. You're not here to follow me. That's big. I'm gonna say that again. A lot of leaders, need to shift their mindset to say, I am here to support you. You're not here to help me or follow me. 
And if people change their mindset, if people were to do that, that would be a game changer in so many ways. Because here's one thing that I've, I've read online. 79%, 79% of current employees feel underappreciated. They wish that they actually had more feedback on how to improve. And I think this is relevant because a lot of people go into it and they say, well, they probably don't want to hear my opinion. They probably think I'm barking at them, that kind of thing. And, and maybe they do, but there's a way around that. And it's calling them in and being positive. I noticed you did this. There was a lot of pressure on you. You pulled it through. I cannot thank you enough for your help. I've had people when I've done that, they go, uh, okay, what's the catch? I don't know what the catch is. And they're looking at me going, is there something more coming? Because I, there's no, this can't be it. This can't be it. And again, that's switching from that manager role to the coach. When you think of a coach, you think of somebody on the sidelines who's actually wanting you to succeed. When you succeed, they succeed. When as a leader, I can go to you and say, I know I can give you this project and you are going to do everything you need to to get it done and I can leave it. Because I have your back and I have your back, you have mine. Now I'm going to show you something that I created. It's, it's, it was done in paint. So uh, please bear with me a sec here as I share my screen. Now you can see here that the top pyramid is the way that most people think about leadership. The P is the top of the pyramid that stands for president or leader, CEO. We'll say CEO, president, whatever you want to say. And then you have that middle line that is that middle management, middle management. So they get the, the go ahead from the president, the CEO, they pass the message on to the manager and then the manager passes the message on to the frontline. So as a frontline agent, I have no idea where this why is coming from. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know why we're doing it. I only know how we're going to do it. So how can I be interested? How can I be emotionally invested in this initiative working? So this is the way a lot of people think of leadership. They think I am the president, I am the CEO, the founder, whatever you want to say of, of X company. Whatever I say goes because I'm running off numbers. I'm going to pass off this initiative to the managers. The managers are going to pass it to the front line and the front line is going to follow through with whatever it is that we've created. I believe that this has to be reversed and that's what the bottom pyramid is. The mindset has to shift. It has to shift. You don't work under me as a leader. You don't work under me. You're not here to support me. Again, we have to shift that. I'm here to support you. So if we take a look at that bottom pyramid, we have the front line, whoever's helping the customer, right then and there, right with them. They're the ones that need to be taken care of. They're the ones that need to be listened to. If you listen to the leader or the front line, they will do whatever they can for you. I know so many people who are considered the most loyal employees you're ever going to find for the simple fact 
that they feel heard and they are appreciated. And you are interested in their development and their well-being. Now, I hope this has got the wheels turning in your brain going, do I actually show that I care? Because I believe we all care for the people who are leading. Some may show up more than others, but this is what I want this podcast to be about. This is what I want me working with you to understand. It's never too late to fix it. You could be looking at this top pyramid and saying, I am the president, I am the manager. And I'm running out through all these initiatives and it just, it's not, it's not happening the way I want it to. The numbers aren't where I want them to be. And you're right. Now, what Grant Cardone says in his book, The 10X Rule, if you haven't read or listened to that, I highly recommend it because this one still sticks in my head. Again, Grant Cardone, The 10X Rule. He says 100% of all successful people in whatever industry, take 100% responsibility for everything that happens. Every single thing. Now, you might be thinking, well, what if it's not all my fault? doesn't matter. As soon as you give responsibility to somebody else, you also give them the power and the control. He even goes to a point of saying, um, even if I rear-end somebody or get rear-ended, and I'm looking at it going, well, I, got, I was the one that got rear-ended. It's not my fault. Successful people say, okay, well, how is this my fault? What could I have done later? Could I have left earlier? Could I have left later? Because again, when you actually take on that responsibility, you can actually control the situation. Same thing with us as leaders. If the front line is not rolling out the initiative as we need them to roll it out, what am I doing as a leader, what am I doing wrong? What can I fix? Because obviously it's got to start with me. If I'm not doing something that I'm supposed to be doing, I have to fix it first. If I expect my employees, my frontline to fix it instead. So I hope this pyramid helps. This is, this is how I think of leadership. You, your frontline is not there to support you at the bottom of the pyramid. You are there to support them so that they can do the best job possible. And I, I've heard the saying before, the customer is always right. And I, I have to disagree with that. Because so many people focus on the bottom line. We have to do this initiative to get more money in. Completely appreciate that. Understand where that's coming from. I completely appreciate and understand where that's coming from. But a lot of the decisions in those moments are made at the expense of the employee. So many of them are made at the expense of the employee. And it is the employee, the front line, who's actually one-on-one -on -one with that customer. And we're shortchanging them. And then we expect them to step up and be happy. You go lucky, hey, I love my job. I've seen it many times. That wears off very quickly. Why am I, because they get in this mindset. Why am I doing all this and not getting more for it or not being appreciated? Remember, 79% of the people, employees right now, feel underappreciated. As leaders, we can fix that. There are up to 10,000 
baby boomers who are currently retiring per month, which means as many people that are leaving, we have to fill those in. Well, those are going to be filled in by what has been deemed as millennials. And millennials, based off this website that I was looking at, will not stay at a job for more than three years. And it's because they don't feel appreciated. If they feel like they're being developed, if they feel like they are the ones who are um, at the forefront of the company, they will stick around. But we have to know, we have to shift our mind to be able to help them. So this is just a couple of thoughts I have on leadership, a couple of areas where I think uh, leadership needs to be improved. And again, it's nobody's fault specifically because we're not actually trained on how to be a leader. And that's what I wanna do this for. I wanna get us to a point where we can actually lead. And this podcast is free. It's absolutely free. I wanna do this for you free. If you want me to work with you one-on-one, -on -one, again, you're welcome to reach out to me and we can work out something in our schedule. But this podcast is free. I wanna be able to give you this content that I have learned so that you can improve not only yourself, but your team as a group and your team as individuals to do better for you and therefore your bottom line. Take care of your customers or your employees. They will take care of your customers. That will take care of your bottom line. It's not rocket science. I've seen it happen time and time and time and time again. Unfortunately, I've seen it happen the reverse more than anything. I worry about the bottom line. It's at the expense of the front line, the employees, because they're the ones that have to roll out the initiative. And then they don't feel appreciated because they may be getting yelled at because somebody's not happy with the decision that was made, whether it be we have to raise prices of whatever to get into a park. Let's say, for example, an amusement park. I'm just throwing an example out there. We have to raise the prices because our bottom line keeps going up and up and up. The machines are breaking down more. We need more maintenance. Uh, we need to hire more people. Therefore, we need to raise the prices. Understood. But if I'm the person at that toll booth who's actually telling the person it's no longer $25 to get in, it's $35 per person. I'm going to get yelled at. I'm going to feel underappreciated. Now, as the employee, if I find out why all this is changing, then I'm more likely to sell it to the customer. It's just, it, it's a different mindset that we have to get into. And it all comes down to your mindset, your personal development. And I am more than happy to give, give suggestions on, on where we can all help. I've already given one. Actually, I've given two. The John Maxwell podcast. on well, I listen to it on Spotify. And uh, which is, is what you may be listening to this. Also, the 10x rule. Like Grant Cardone. Those are just two things off the top of my head that will help us improve our mindset. Again, I listen to audiobooks while I walk the dog. So if you're looking at it going, yeah, but I don't, I have a two-year-old and I'm still listening to this motivational stuff, this, this personal development stuff. 
I'm still focusing on how to improve myself as a person and how to improve people around me. You can do it too. You just have to be willing to do it. I hope you get a lot from this podcast. Thank you for joining me. Episode number one. Uh, I will see you on the next episode. Again, I'm going to have, I'm going to have multiple ways of contacting me in the description below. So if you have any ideas that you want to run by me, if you want to be a guest, if you think there's a topic that you want me to talk about, please feel free to reach out to me. I am very responsive. I may not be joining on the spot if I'm chasing my two-year-old around, but um, I will get back to you. That's my promise to you. So we'll see you on the next one. I hope that we can improve our leadership together. Later.